Now, tonight, I'm going to teach briefly on the subject of entitled The Ministry of Helps. The Ministry of Helps. The Ministry of Helps. The health ministry is one of the most important ministries in the church. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 to 30. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 to 30. Paul was giving us a certain teaching and understanding of how the body of Christ works. Remember, the body of Christ is the church of God in the earth realm. So when we say the body of Christ, it refers to you and I. We are his body. Now in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 to 30, the Bible says the human body has many parts. But the many parts make up one whole body. This is a strong and defining statement. It says the human body has many parts. But the many parts make up one whole body. So, uh, Pastor Jesse, please get up and let me demonstrate something. You can stand here. Put your hands together for him. Come here a bit. Yes. Face the church. Amen. The Bible says that the human body, this is the human body has many parts. Can you show us some of your parts? The hand, another hand, the back, the feet, the head, the ears, the nose, the mouth, nose, fingers, So many parts. (laughs) Praise the Lord. We can't describe all the parts in church. Hallelujah. (laughs) So the human body has many parts. But those many parts make up one whole body. What it means is that When a part is taken out of the human being, the human being is no more whole. That's why when a person loses one eye, though he is still a human being, he is referred to as a deformed being. Because all the parts must be functioning for the human being to be whole. Are you here with me? So Paul is trying to explain something about the church. He goes on to say, so it is with the body of Christ. So it is with the body of Christ. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews. Some are Gentiles. Some are slaves. And some are free. 
How many of you are equipping people here? All right, put your hands down. How many of you are Gans? All right. How many of you are Evers? How many of you are from uh, Savannah region, the northern Ghana? Okay, only one person. How many of you are from western region? Western. Central region. All right. Okay. What have I left out? Bronga half a region. Okay. All right. Almighty Ashanti region. <laughs> have I left something? Come again. Come again. Okay. How many of us are chim people? Okay. So, Paul is saying, some of us are Jews. In other words, in our setting, some of us are Evers. Some are Nordness. Over here in church right now, some are Ethiopian people. So he's trying to explain the different backgrounds of the people that make up the body. He says, and some are free. Because before that, he says, some are slaves. However, where we come from does not matter. The Bible says, but we have all been baptized into one body. By one spirit. The agenda of God through Jesus Christ was to break these divisions that are caused by tribe and background. People are divided by their different backgrounds. But one of the reasons why Jesus came to die for humanity is to move people away from divisions and bring us all together as one people. But we all have been baptized into one body. So it is no more about our backgrounds. No more about our um, tribe. But very much so about the body of Christ. So we are not now called Ashantis. We are called the members of the body of Christ. Are you following the teaching? It says we have all been baptized into one body. By the work of one spirit. And we all share the same spirit. So what makes us one body is the spirit in us. You know, like the Volta region people eat akple. The, um, the Kriapin people eat mekwan. The Northerners who eat TZ. And so on and so forth. 
all these make us feel like we are different people. Some tribes try to portray superiority over others. Some tribes look down on other tribes. And this brings a lot of division. So what God sought to do was to baptize us into one body by one spirit. So if you are in church, because of what Jesus has done, there's nothing like ever. There's nothing like Nordna. There's nothing like Efanti. In our mind, there's the consciousness. But in Christ, there has been a baptism into one body. We are all called the body of Christ. Body of Christ. He says, yes, the body has many different parts. Not just one part. So when we talk about the body, we are talking about the different tribes of people who have come together to be called the church of the living God. When we come together as the church of the living God, God does not look at us through the lens of our tribe. That is why it is very unbiblical and unspiritual that someone belongs to the body and is interested in marrying another person of the body and then tribal tribal lines are drawn in that union what some christians don't know is that we are not a church by virtue of tribe we are a church by virtue of the spirit one spirit and our blood the blood that runs through us is not a tribal blood but the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bible says, if the foot says, I am not part of the body because I am not a hand, that, 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 does that make it any less a part of the body? So let's say that Raise your right hand. Yes, your right hand. Let's say that in the sight of God, you see, physically, we look like this. But because God has brought us together by his spirit as one body, he, looked at, he looks at all of us like this. The way God sees the church and the way we see the church is different. But God wants us to see the church like the way he sees the church. So God has a picture of a body like this. Which he calls the church. We have all been engrafted as different parts into the church. 
The Bible says, if the hand says, I'm no more part, because I wanted to be leg, but you didn't make me leg. It says, does that make it any less part of the body? Does it change the fact that that hand is still part of the body? Can the hand leave the body and say, I don't want to. Let your hand leave the body and say, I I don't want to be part again. I'm not very happy. Remove your hand and throw it away. That's what I'm trying to say. Try hard. Maybe you can. Can someone help him? Someone should try and help him. Just remove the hand. The hand is not happy. (laughs) It's okay. So it's obvious that the hand, regardless of how the hand feels, the hand cannot separate from the body. What has brought us together as a body is not our sentiment. It's the spirit of God. And what the spirit put together, no man can put asunder. So this is a picture of how we look like in the spirit. It says, if the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, hold your ears, I am not part of the body because I'm not an eye. How would you, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, would you be able to hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, imagine your whole body was an ear. And your ear is just like, your whole body is an ear, just walking. An ear driving. An ear preaching. He says, how would you be able to see? You can put your hand down. Or if your whole body were a nose. He says, or if your whole body were an ear, how would you be able to smell anything? But our bodies have many parts. And God has put each part just where he wants it. Praise the Lord. Just where he wants it. The consciousness of the fact that God is the one that has brought you here. God is the one that has placed you where you are. Must help you to appreciate the God who has placed you where you are. It 
He says, how strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes. There are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. Now listen to this. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The eye can feel, I don't need the hand. But the Bible is saying that the eye can never say, I don't need you. The head can cannot say to the feet that because I'm the one on top, I don't need you. In fact, some part of the body that seem weakest and least in importance are actually the most necessary. Are you following the the word? Like for example, your toes. It doesn't really get much attention. When you are doing your makeup, the emphasis is on your face and on your head. You get a bar, you know, a barber barbers your hair. The ladies do their hair. They polish their face. But peop, people hardly treat their toes. Because it is seen as a part that is not necessary. But the Bible says that in fact, some part of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. This is very true. Praise the Lord. I would not ask us to mention the part of our body that does not seem important because we hear some things and I don't want us to hear some things. But you and I know that these parts of our body serve us very well. Without your toes, you can't walk. Without your feet, you can't walk. But when was the last time that someone had um, maybe a pedicure? Even particularly the men, you can 40 years, no pedicure. Praise the Lord. It's never happened. And for most people, it will never happen. Why? Because that part is not important. But this part has been carrying you since you were born. Running with you since you were born. Helping you to get to all your destinations on time. Your hair has not done much for you. But every week you submit your hair to be treated. Every day you comb your hair nicely. But your feet lacks all the attention. This is what the Bible is saying. It says, and the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen. Praise the Lord. While the more honorable parts do not require this special care, 
So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This is God's concept. This makes for harmony among the members. So that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. If a woman makes her hair, it is only the hair that has been honored. However, when a man sees that woman, he says, you are looking beautiful. Meaning the address covers the entire body. In the same way, if a man loses one eye, and then they meet someone, it is said that that being, that human being, is deformed. So if one person in the body suffers, the whole body has suffered. Why? There is nothing like an insignificant part of the body. That's why the Bible says even the strand of hair on your hair is numbered. God creates every part of the body for a purpose. So you cannot say that because you are not seeing the purpose of a particular part, it is not necessary. Any loss of a part causes the body to be deformed. Praise the Lord. If a person loses their toe, he's a deformed person. If a person loses one finger, he's a deformed person. This is the revelation of the body. He says, all of you together are Christ's body. All of us together are what? Eves. All of us together are Nordness. All of us together are Fantis. All of us together are Dagombes. All of us together are Frafres. All of us together are Chinese. All of us together are North Koreans. All of us together are Singaporeans. All of us together are Americans. All of us together are... All of us together are... You and I are... You and I are... All of us together are Christ's body. So there's a tribe called the Christ tribe. Which is now our tribe. That's why anybody can marry anybody. Because we belong to a greater tribe. Praise the Lord. All of you together are Christ's body. And each of you is a part of it. Each of you are, is what? A part of it. There's nothing like an insignificant part of a church. There's no useless person in a church. Because the moment someone is in a church, 
He is part of the body of Christ. 28, he says, here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church. Now, he's going to help us understand the part. So, physically, we see the body. We see the head, the eyes, the nose. But spiritually, in the church, though we stand like this, God doesn't see a head, an eye, a nose. The people who have become members of the body, they are seen as offices and giftings. Are you following the teaching? So he says, here are some of the parts. Instead of saying the hand or the head, he says, First apostles. First apostles. He's describing the parts of the church. Physically, we say teeth or head or eye. Spiritually, we can't say head or hand. Spiritually, we say apostle. He says second are prophets. Third, are teachers. Then those who do miracles. Those who have the gift of healing. Those who can help others. Those who have the gift of leadership. Those who speak in an unknown language. 29. So, when we say the body of Christ... These are the parts. The apostles, prophets, teachers. It means in every church, one person belongs to this part. Praise the Lord. Then he goes on to say, are we all apostles? It's a question. Yes or no? Yes or no? Is the whole body the head? So he says, are we all apostles? You have to answer that. Are we all prophets? Are we all teachers? Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? I need your response. Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown languages? This is the truth. Even in this church, not everybody speaks in tongues. He's describing the body. How the body is designed. Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown languages? Then he answers the question by saying, of course not. Can we all sing? Can we all play the drums? Can we all usher? He says in verse 31, so you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. 
But now, let me show you a way of life. That is best of all. And he was going to talk about love. Regardless of the fact that you are the head, you are the eye, you are the feet. Those are distributions done by God and by his sovereignty. However, Paul is saying, regardless of the office you walk in, regardless of the paths you find yourself functioning in, the excellent way is not the path. The excellent way is love. It's love. Now, he talked about apostles. Now, my father in the Lord, Archbishop Adnasari, did a demonstration of this fivefold ministry gift. And he used the hand. He said that the apostle is the tomb. The body of Christ is like this. The part of the body is like this. So he says, the apostle is the thumb. The apostle is one sent specially by God for a special assignment. The word apostle comes from the word apostolos. The Greek word is apostolos. It means sent one. To be an apostle, you need to be sent with a special assignment. Nobody confess unto themselves the apostleship. Nobody wakes up to say, I want to be the head. It's an ordination by God. One of the marks of the apostle, number one, the planting of churches. Number two, the establishment of churches. Number three, the pioneering of new moves of God. Number four, being able to go into new territories and break the grounds for the work of the ministry. So, when an apostle is among the body, these things I've mentioned will be evident. When an apostle founds a church, it will never be one church. It will be a church of many branches. Because that's the spirit of the apostolos. An example of an apostle in the, in the Bible is Paul. And he planted churches in so many places. The next part that the Bible talks about is the prophet. My father says the prophet is this hand. Because this hand is used to point. And the, the essence of the prophet is for direction. So the prophet directs the church. We need to go here. We need to embark on 40 day fast. We need to 
embark on 21 day fast. Prophets are for divine direction. When a church acts the prof- lacks the prophetic office, the church is not able to move. Because to move, one must see or hear. So in a church where the prophetic gift is working in leadership, the spirit of revelation brings about new things. There's always something new. This is where we are going. This is what we are doing. The prophet has their eyes open. Their ears open. So, God communicates what the church needs to do to the prophet. And the prophet directs. So, pointing the hand this way. Prophet, when they are ministering, they even do this a lot of the times. You, get up. You, get up. You, sit down. You, I saw. That's the prophetic. Many people don't understand the prophetic. So, it is difficult to accept the prophetic in many territories. But the prophetic is not necessarily to be understood. It is one of the the parts of the body. Like there are parts of your body that you don't really understand how they behave. Praise the Lord. Yes, you don't understand how they behave. Like one of your the parts of your body is your stomach. It can really upset you when you least expect it. But you accept that part. You say, I'm removing my stomach because sometimes it embarrasses me. You will never understand your stomach. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Then the other finger, this one, the middle one. So, that middle part, you can see it is the longest. That is the evangelist. Now, what it means is that the reason why it is taller than all of them is that the evangelist reaches out to the lost. It represents outreach. And the evangelist is concerned about the lost and how they can be reconciled back to God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, the next one, this part, you see, this, this part. It is what we call the ring finger. In the ministerial office, or it's a part of the church called the pastor. Are you following me? Now, the reason why it is the ring finger is that the pastor is married to the, to the church. The pastor. You see, the pastor behaves like a husband. The pastor draws the church to himself. A pastor is very concerned. He thinks about the members. A pastor doesn't want people to leave them. A pastor, so when a pastor starts a church, it it cannot multiply. Because a husband wants to see the wife always by them. A pastor will visit you. A pastor will mourn with you. 
a pastor will cry with you over the phone. That's why they put a ring on this one. It's like the relationship between a, past, a, a husband and a wife. If a part of the body is a pastor, is this finger, you will know. The amount of care and concern, it will be so wild. Because that's that part. Praise the Lord. And the last one is the teacher. Why? This finger, usually, it is the finger that's used to remove anything from the ears. All right? From the nose and other parts of the body. Now, what it means is that the teacher breaks down the word of God. When you hear a teacher speaking, it's like they have removed something from your ear. You, you understand better. Praise the Lord. Someone like Pastor Chris is a teacher. So by the hand, you will see the different offices which are also called parts of the body. Now, Paul is talking about another part of the body. He's calling it help. He's calling it what? Help. Please take your seat. Put your hands together for him. So you have the gift of healing and then we have the gift of help. Now, there's so much emphasis on the apostle, on the prophet, on miracles, because these are called uh, uh, the working of miracles, supernatural manifestations. They are called the power gifts. They are like the headlight of a car. You see it more. It does not mean it is more important than the other gift. But there's another gift called the gift of help. Which is in the body. That's why Paul said, are all apostles. How would it be if your whole body was a head? A head sit like all of you here. You are just a head on the table. It will not work. So what Paul is telling us is that there's a part. It's called the help. But many churches have not really focused on teaching about the help gift. Praise the Lord. The help gift is a very important gift in the church. Most of the people in the church have been called with the help gift. That is your ministry. Most of the people in the church may never work miracles. It does not mean that they have not been given a gift. It just means that it's either they don't regard their gifts or they don't know their gifts. But everybody in the church 
has been given a gift. And the gift of help is first mentioned in the Bible in the book of Genesis. Where the Bible said, and God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. So when we talk about the gift of help, the gift of help operates like a wife in the church. Because the first gift of help that God provided in the earth was illustrated in the form of a wife. So, the help ministry is a very strong and essential ministry. And most of us have been called into the help ministry. Just as a husband is not complete without a wife, a church is not complete without the help ministry. Jesus refers to himself as the bridegroom. And the church as the bride. So spiritually, the church stands for the help ministry. Most of us have been called into the help ministry. The help ministry is so crucial in every church. Because that is what makes the vision of God and of the church come to pass faster. When the help ministry withdraws and you only see the apostles, the prophets, and listen to me, you cannot, you see, these parts, they are ordinations. That's why, you see, we give accounts based on what has been given to us. There are many people who are discontented in the church. Because they feel like the last time I, you know, I did a teaching on this ministerial callings. And I asked people, where do you stand? Most people said they are apostles. Then the next group of people, I saw a lot of people, they have never had a dream before. They've never even, they've not had a trance before. No deja vu, daydreaming. They've never had a daydreaming before. And they had the audacity to tell me that they are prophets. <laughs> Hallelujah. They are prophets. Because people fancy these things. But you see, when you look at the structure of the body, the toe never envies the eye. No. And the toe is so content with itself. Otherwise, if the toe was not content with itself, whenever you sit down, you feel, you see your leg, your toes moving, moving. Trying to disconnect. Every part of your body is okay. Even your intestines. Nobody has seen him before. He doesn't have opportunity to say, thank you for the opportunity, Apostle said. He doesn't have the opportunity to dress. 
Look at where they've gone to put Mr. Intestines. And covered the intestine. But you never feel the intestine trying to come out and show himself. There must be an understanding. Each and everyone here is important to the ultimate goal and agenda of the church of God. Now, the moment you begin to get discontented with who you are, you are trying to touch on the wisdom of God. God is the one that holds the sovereignty in appointing and um, distributing the callings and the gifts. If you are not a miracle worker, thank God for the life of the miracle workers. Praise the Lord. But you see, when you have the calling, you, you cannot help it. It's like when you have a mouth, you can't help it but to talk. But the hand can never talk. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. Whatever calling God has given you, don't, you know, a story is told of a man that went to, he was doing 40 days dry fasting. He, he wanted to have some calling. Fasted dry 40 days. After a while in the fasting, he sat down this way. A mother has a church of close to about 20,000 people. He said that he couldn't get up again. Till date is paralyzed. Paralyzed. That's what happens when the toe is trying to behave like the head. If you are the toe, how much, what would you do to become the head? You learn how to dress like the head. It will be seen. Praise the Lord. It will be seen. There are people that say, they never give us the opportunity to preach. If it was me who was going to preach, I would have said, it's not about the preaching. Praise the Lord. It's not about the preaching. It's about who has been called to do a function. Who has been prepared in the spirit to carry out an agenda. So the help ministry is a crucial ministry. And most of us have been called into the help ministry. It is like the working of miracles. It is like the apostleship. It is like the prophet. It is just called the help ministry. And God gave this gift to the church. Without it, the church cannot achieve things faster. Our church vision, Jesus here, is so great. In fact, the magnitude of every vision determines the amount of help it requires. So in a church like this, 
God will raise more helpers. God will bring into the church more helpers. So you see more helpers than you may see apostles. One apostle may need so many helpers because of the magnitude of the vision. There are some churches that may not need more helpers. Our church is involved in things like city of favor. Look at the vision of which you have become a part of. Look at the family you have joined. Right from the beginning. By the ordination of God. As young as seven months old. God asks us to build a city. Our church is involved in agenda 100 micro churches. One church, we are planting 100 churches for this season, for now. We have started. We have Y Church, S Church, Mountain Generation Church. We have publishing, social media ministry. Every week, we have Salvation Wednesday. Most churches are not modeled this way. We have Grace Christian School. We have Jesus for All campaign, Savannah Region, Mega Crusades. In this church, we have a ministry called Basin. We do Basin of Souls. Shepherding. We have Agenda D12. We have church projects and buildings. This church has lands in Bali, lands in um, Kumasi, lands here in Konkonu here. Even in Kumasi, we have lands in two different locations. We have widows and orphans club in this church. Then we have the church ministries. Ushers, announcement readers, security, so many. Mountain generation dancers, look at the drama, beautiful drama. We have a Bible school. We have a prison ministry. And on and on and on and on and on. This is just the beginning. Many things will be happening. You should know that a man cannot do this except it is given to him from above. If you want to know whether a ministry is blessed or not, check the activities it is involved in per time. Our operations are so diverse. We are still handling all these operations. And if you are standing outside, you see the 
effortless nature with which we do the things we do. If it's not given to you and you try it, and you are a pastor, you hear, you have one minute remaining. <laughs> For most churches, midweek service, Sunday service, finito. There are churches that have been in existence for 30 years. Not even one crusade. They have not tried it before. Nothing like Agenda D12. Nothing like 100 micro churches. This is a mystery. It's a mystery. We have church staff. Even when you go into that, the kind of things they are doing Tracking souls, building systems, follow up, cell meetings. You may just see one GC. This is more than what Apple, Apple organization does in the US. Praise the Lord. So definitely a ministry like this will need more helpers. And most of the people in the church who want to be prophets, who want to be apostles, most of you have already been called into the ministry of help. Because that is the most important ministry in the church. We don't lack direction. The things I've mentioned is called direction. So you, what you are coming to add, you may complicate something. The direction is there. The crusades are already there. Bible school is already there. Prison ministry is there. So in God's wisdom, he will give us more helpers. That's why we have two eyes, but we have ten fingers. Why? The two is enough to see. The rest is left for the hand to hold what the two eyes is seeing. So, most of you here are in the help ministry. What areas can you help in? You can help in the area of tithing. It's when you are paying your tithe, you are functioning as a help minister. It is, it is the same thing as an evangelist on the stage holding a crusade and calling for souls. Are you listening to me? Paying your tithe is not insignificant. It's a major function of the body. Because your tithe helps for the church to run smoothly and effectively. Withholding your tithe withholds the help from the church. Offerings. You see, some of you, what God is expecting you to do so much is to give more. That's your ministry. You are not able to go with us to Salvation Wednesday. But you must also function. You must work. And the way you can work is to help through your giving. 
So giving offering is also a ministry. Praise the Lord. Your seed is part of help. Joining the partners. Every church has a partner. Group of people who have come together to pay a certain amount of money to help in the running of the church. It's called help ministry. In Luke chapter 8 verse 4, the Bible talks about Joanna and Susanna. They never prophesied. They never healed their sick. They never worked miracles. But the Bible said they put their money together to help the ministry of Jesus. That is a very essential part of the ministry. So you can help. And those in the help ministry, God will ensure that you are receiving money, frequent money. You must just function. The, the prophets will receive frequent revelations. Will share with the church. You will receive frequent money. You are also, you see, you, the prophet is prophesying. You are also monetizing. It's a way of also expressing your ministry. Giving is a ministry. And it's part of the help ministry. Hallelujah. When we have people giving a lot, the things we are doing, we can finish them in record time. I can see the city of favor. Without you also giving to the city of favor. What I'm seeing will become a daydream. Why? A body cannot only operate as an eye. A body needs hands. Now what happens in most churches is that when the hand is failing to work, the eye, because of what the eye is seeing constantly, the eye feels like I must go and work and bring in the resources that the hand is supposed to bring in. When the eye moves out of position, the vision is compromised. The eye starts seeing money instead of seeing revelations for God. That's why anytime the pastor moves out of pastoring and goes out for money seeking, they never come back to pastoring. You check it. And they never find the money. The hand is meant to hold money. The eyes is meant to see vision. That's why some of you are working. You are getting blessed in your various workplaces. Some of you have ideas. Entrepreneurial ideas. You have to unleash them. If your apostle moves out of place. And he begins to go out, trying to, eight to five. You realize that the church cannot expand. Because by the time he, I return by eight, by five p.m., I'm tired. What God is saying, I will not hear. What is agenda D12? What is city of favor? So you see that the church has become small. 
Why? The eye is doing the work of the hand. Why? The hand is failing to work. The hand is saying, I want to be I. Put your hands together. So all of us must help. Help in media. Imagine, look at all these things I've mentioned. This, this ministry has a TV station. It's there. It's there. Even if you can't see it, you should be able to see it. TV station runs by content. This church has more content than UTV. This church. Even our, the way we do our church service is look at the drama. It's content. Look at the dance. It's content. Look at the solo ministration. Content. Praise the Lord. Look at Good Friday. Content. Look at City of Favor. Every day we can go to City of Favor with a camera and say, this is a stick. This is a wood. This is stone. This is sand. We fetch it to say, you see, it's red sand. It's very smooth. Show it to the camera. It's very smooth. So viewers, I have shown you, we have sand here. We have stone here. Because not every church has the luxury of going to a place where this is sand. This is Langas will come and beat you. But you see, where are the helpers to set up the TV ministry? This is content. This is TV content. What I'm teaching. Those ministries that have TV station, it is because of the expression of their ministry. This ministry has a devotional. Many churches don't have devotional. That means the ministry already has a publishing dimension. Where are the proofreaders, the publishers? Are you following me at all? So this ministry needs helpers. And God has given this ministry more helpers. Say, I operate in the help ministry. Yes. So don't withhold your help, your gifts. Because when you withhold, the one that suffers, as Paul said, it's not your pastor. The one that suffers is the body of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the biggest loser when a part of the body fails to function. Look at our music ministry. This church is supposed to have about seven albums. Oh yes. Oh yes. We have powerful musicians. As to how they came here. You see, it's by God's ordination. Look at where our church is. We have musicians here. Yes, you know them. Mus- they are musicians. They are not just singers. So when they sing, you know that. No, that's a musician. That's a Sinatch. That's a um, Moses Bliss. That, that's it. This, you see, that's how blessed we are. The church is so blessed. There are people who read announcements. You ask yourself, hey, now we have free. And they've never done internship in Joy FM. You know, the videos you watched, they were done by uh, C.P. Elvis. He just does it on his phone. 
But look at the creativity. It means that this ministry is set up for global wonders. Praise the Lord. So each and every one here is a helper. Helping to push the ministry to the next level. And we can't help in just one direction. We must help in every direction. Some must help in buying chairs for the church. Some must help in joining the ushering ministry. Some must help in drama. What they did here, you could see the spirit of God moving. The drama they did is so powerful. That's help. Praise the Lord. Some are gifted in design. So it's not that we don't know our calling. We are helpers. And we should push the help more so that God's vision and agenda will come to pass. And we are the ones who bring it to pass. And anytime a person withdraws himself from help, he is seen in the spirit as a wicked servant. How do I know? In the parable of the talent, the master gave the talent so that the talent will be used. And then the talent will increase. But the one that received the one talent, Bible says he buried the talent. And many people in church, maybe he buried the talent because he felt, I didn't have five. Or I didn't have two. I have only one. All I do is give, give, give. I'm tired of giving. But the Bible said when the master returned, he said, you are wicked. I gave you one. And you still have the one. You have the gift of singing. And all you have done is sing in the church. You are wicked servants. You have a gift of creativity. And you've not been able to open a YouTube channel that, that brings all our content together. You are a wicked servant. You have the gift of taking pictures. And you've not been able to avail yourself to take great pictures of the body of Christ. You are beautiful. You have a way of talking to people. When we are going for salvation, you don't help to bring people to, to come to Christ. You are a wicked servant. Some people have money. They have put their, their money under their pillow. They put it in rubber bag, tie it, put it under the pillow. Someone was coming to church. There was a bundle of money in the bag. He left it in an empty house. Say, if I bring the money, Maybe the apostle may say, let's sow a seed. So the money is now sleeping on a bed in an empty room. And he's, she's here. She took five CDs out of the bundle. 
The person knows themselves. Meanwhile, if you bring it, nobody will ask you for it. Helpers. We have the helpers here already. The helpers must arise. We need people to clean the washroom. It's a help ministry. Some people go and use the washroom. And it is worse than they went to meet it. It was a time I went, I went on inspection. I saw the washroom in a mess. I picked a mop, a mop bucket. I mopped there. Me, I don't use that washroom, but I mop. You see, because when you are a helper, everywhere you get you, you help. You help. Help ministry. Hallelujah. This church is big. Our ushering, the ushers I saw today, is so small. Why? Where are the ushers? The people who are not ushering, they too, they are not apostles. They too, they are not prophets. Praise the Lord. They too, they are not evangelists. But they too, they say they are not ushers. And some of the ushers are saying they are apostles, but the apostleship will come in 10 years. So they are waiting for the apostles. We need drivers. There are people that are gifted with driving. The only gift we don't need in this church is the gift of eating. We don't need it. Diverse kinds of eatings. Praise the Lord. You know that you have help. Praise the Lord. You know that you have help. You know it. Just like I know that I have a word for you. You know you can do something. You know you can write a song. You know one day I preached a message. Went to Prophet Clotis Church. And as I was preaching, the Holy Spirit just inspired me. I was, I was preaching about the agency of the time. I was preaching about how we need to win souls. And suddenly I made an expression. I said, time no day. Then the church responded, Charlie. Time no day. Charlie. This happened two years ago. So, just that time no day. I just posted that snapshot on my Instagram channel. In fact, a helper is supposed to have done that. See, the eye is trying to be the hand. He will stop seeing. Praise the Lord. When you stop seeing, all of us will be stuck. So I just posted that part. Apparently, a lady who lives in Kumasi, who is a musician, she's a singer in church. She didn't hear the full message. I just cut the part where I said, time no day. Charlie. And she said, she felt like, what is she doing? She can't go with us to the crusade. She can't. But can she make a song out of this? So that we, the ones who have been going, we can be encouraged. Two years after, she sent me the song. Play the song. That was just... Jesus said in John chapter 9 verse 4, 
That's we it. must quickly do the works of the one who sent us. The night is coming when no one can work. There's no time, you know. Time, no day. This is the beautiful song that she's a lawyer, she's a friend to mommy, and she said, she was wondering, how are we going to Salaga? 
when we are in the bus, what is going to motivate us? She was seeing us singing this song on the bus going to Salaga. So she quickly with urgency went to a studio. She said, let me do a song for these people. They, they are doing so much for the kingdom. What I can do is sing. How can I manifest as a part through my songs? Through my songs. And every month she will send something. She will give us, she will send some money. She says, when we go for salvation, when I say she can't go. So she's just her fuel, the money that she would have used for her fuel if she was coming with us, she would, she would try and send us some money. Help us. A helper. And that's a song that you can put your hands together. But we can all help. Books can be, can be made out of this preaching. There are people here, they are good writers. I know they are here. They can write, arrange. They don't even need my input. Wow. There are people that can run a full flight TV station. They are here. Time no day. Let the helpers arise. So let us not withhold our help. Praise the Lord. Let us not withhold our help. Say I'm a helper. Yes. Help ministry. So important. Are all prophets? Are all apostles? Will all be prophets? No. No. You can go and stay in Natural Mountains. You can go and stay in Bui Falls. You can go and stay in Mount Everest. If you are not a prophet, you are not a prophet. And if you force, you become a false prophet. In the meeting, you say, I see. Ah, I saw in the spirit. Ah, there's someone here. Yesterday you went to the kitchen, you, you stole the meat. <laughs> when the thing is no you, even the way you do it, everyone will catch you. Come out right now. Nobody is coming out. Then now you have to say that, oh, the person is here, but the person is shy. You are a helper. Maybe you are just meant to polish the shoe of the man of God. My God. My God. No, let's get serious. Maybe that's all you are supposed to do. Maybe you are, when you polish shoe, it's better than everybody. Can the toe say, I want to be the head?
You are here. You don't have the office of the apostleship. Ah, is it not about LC and D12? You, you've, what to whom you've, you've tear yourself. <laughs> you've tear yourself. <laughs> Can the hand say, I don't want to be part of the body because I'm not the leg? You go and do that. It's not by might. Me, what God has not called me to do, I won't, I won't do. Yes. Me, I know I'm an apostle. I, when it comes to territories, demonic powers, strongholds, altars, shrines, and those places. When you say we should go to Savannah region, like Volta region, those places, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not scaring anybody, but you see, I'm telling you that in the body, you see the fingers, all of them are not the same. Know your area. Your area is equally powerful. There was a security person in this church. He was telling me about some situation. That night I called him. I laid my hands on him. I prayed. He said he's from the north somewhere. When I laid my hands on him, the power of God moved. Then he fell down. But I felt something within me. It wasn't usual. Then I went to sleep. In the sleep. I saw a python. Very big, huge. I was looking at the python like this. Then he would be burying me. Yes, in my dream. Me, when I dream, no animal will chase me. Me, animals don't chase me. When I dream. This time, when you chase him, or be bury me, say. Now I was like this. Look at that. <laughs> In this church. Hey. Then, I don't know what happened. In the dream, I was just struggling with the thing. Then I said something. I don't remember what I said. Suddenly, something hit the python. Then the python fell down, released me, and then vanished. So the next morning when I woke up, I saw the guy say, hi. Is that how you are? He said, Pastor, what happened? Do you understand what I'm saying? Be a helper. Helper. Yes. Some people can dance. Like this lady, Gloria. That's Gloria, right? That's Gloria. And Nunyam. Wow. If you look at the Good Friday video, that's my favorite part of the video. The girl can dance. Oh, Masa. The flair is there. You know, some, some people, when they are coming to dance, they will think. Uh, that to move the right. Some people too, they don't think, oh, like as they are sitting down, they are dancing. It's like, the flare is there. The body movement. She may feel like, oh, um, dancing there. Then she withhold the dancing. But she's supposed to be part of the dancing ministry. Yes! Dancing ministry. You will see that now. The moves, she's too fluid. 
Praise the Lord. There are people who can sing, but they are not part of the music ministry. Praise the Lord. What are you doing? What are you doing? How are you helping? Rise to your feet. Everyone is important. Stephen is helping me a lot. He has never asked me, oh, daddy, today, dear, let me preach some. I followed you for long. Adomna Bameso. One day, do you remember, we were doing ministration here Friday. Then I was casting out demons, people with marital problems. Then a lady just flipped. She charged. From my back, I was ministering here. Power of the Holy Ghost that you fall. Sana, because demons have intelligence. All I heard was, yeah! <laughs> huh? the way, do you remember? The way she charged at me, eh? if she hits me, I'll never have survived. I just moved like this. Even this move is apostolical to do this. You are not a puzzle, you can't. Like, the way I had move, I just moved like this, she came, bam! Most of you are gifted. Helpers. Some of you can help to plant another church. A church of four people. You can do it. Look how Ilona is. Ilona is really helping with her ministry. I'm so impressed. Real help. Because of her help, we have sons and daughters in Ashesi. We never had it all. And she never thought she was a church planter. But she's helping, organizing the church, preaching to the people, helping the people to be strong, encouraging the people. Help us. How are you helping? Mommy was telling me about how uh, Deborah, Deborah Quapon's father gave you a track for Sundays. Wow. A church member, her father is helping. Use the track to move chairs. Wow. Help. It's an honorable thing. Mommy said that someone also gave you chairs. How many? 80 chairs. Fully for the church. Help us. Help us. We cannot help. Yes, we cannot help. If everybody is helping. We can, people have so much in them, but they are not helping. They are also not doing anything. Excuses, excuses. No, the 50 years. 50 years. Wanyashi. Praise the Lord. He's helping me with, when I sold my car as a C, immediately he's helping me with his father's car. The Benz I'm driving. You see, help, because the car is there. The car is, his father has two. Two. You see, so he went to take one for me. 
You know, last time I called his father, I said, I'm calling to greet you, to thank you. I'm using your car. It's nice. I like it. I'm using it. So I didn't know you were the one using it all. You know, my son just came for it. He said he's doing some things. Because he felt that, no, if there is two, I must find a way to help with one. Wow. If everybody thinks like that, eh? this church will not have problem. Help us. We all can help. This is the time to help. Praise the Lord. You can help to encourage somebody. You can help to plant a new church. You can help to read devotional. You can help to lead prayer. Offer yourself. You can help to sing. Sing. You see, if I had the gift of singing, can you my matron? Time, no day. You see, she didn't with Obi Chaim and Yomunu in Komiums be a bemuanza. Help. Short, short videos. You can, you can help with short, short videos. Short, short videos. It will bless somebody. Praise the Lord. Help.